Hello, I'm James Credland, the Radio Futurologist, and I've got a newsletter that comes out every single week, but you're not reading it, you're listening to this instead. And this is a long-form, non-edited podcast of basically me reading the newsletter out, just, you know, in case you're, you know, driving or doing something where you can't actually read it. Uh, This is September the 5th's version that I forgot to do, um, and I will be sticking it in the feed under September the 5th, confusing everybody. But I was talking about Behind the Chris Heavens Breakfast Show, because in one long binge, I listened to a new podcast called Breaking Breakfast, which is a really nicely produced podcast, looking back at the Chris Evans Breakfast Show on BBC Radio 1. And if you're not British, this was possibly the best example of a zoo format show on a top 40 station Uh, certainly in Europe, if not uh, in the world. It was a tremendous show, and I remember it rather well. I was listening to it every morning on a commute to Hallam FM in Sheffield. Sorry again to Daryl Denham that was doing the Hallam FM breakfast show. Uh, The podcast was essentially a 90-minute chat with the production team telling each other funny stories, and it's broken into shows and it's mixed with a little archive footage. It's a great listen, a bit of a strange listen, because Chris Evans himself isn't actually there. It only covers the Radio 1 era, which is probably for the best, but it is required listening for fans of the show, I reckon. It's a mostly positive listen, I think, about the show, and it left me feeling a little melancholy that we'll not have that kind of listen again. But as Holly Samos aptly says at the end, she's often asked if she'd do it again, and her answer is no, because it had to be the mid-90s. It was the stars aligning, the music, the sport, the people. In short, it was more than just a great radio show. And one of the Radio Was Better in the Old Days Facebook groups that I'm in, it's often forgotten that the radio that you remember from 25 years ago was also a product of the life you were having 25 years ago and of the general media landscape at that time. It's interesting to hear that one of the things that derailed Chris Evans was listening to Howard Stern and trying to emulate Howard Stern instead of just being Chris And many shows fail because their management want them to be something that they're not. And in this case, it sounds to have been Danny Baker mistakenly giving Chris some audio from Stern while not being specific about what Chris might have learnt from it. Anyway, if you'll enjoy it, you also may enjoy Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project. It's from the former Australian radio hosts, and there's plenty of behind-the-scenes chat in that too. Even if you're not familiar with the show, I reckon you'll get a lot out of it. Other things I mentioned this week, the median age of the podcast listener is 34, the median age of a radio listener is 48, And the median age of the big US TV networks is 54. Uh, Some really interesting data from the US, from Westwood One's Pierre Bouvard, who has pulled some stats together. And over in Podcast World, Darknet Diaries has achieved 670 paid Apple Podcast subscribers in just 45 days without any promotion whatsoever. That uh, translates to $2,300 worth of income for him a month. And a different show has apparently gained a hundred, no, ten thousand paying subscribers in just two days. To counter that, podcast ad spend has increased by more than twenty-five percent. It's increase. It's uh, interesting, I think, to see growth of both business models there. 
A thank you to someone and to Icicle19 for your kind support and for the 20 supporters that I've had so far for my newsletter and for this podcast. Thank you too to new subscribers from, among others, Marketeers and Morton Bay's 101.5 FM, which is a community radio station that's relatively local to me and that I've not listened to, so perhaps I should. Uh, thank you also to James Masterton, to Richard Hilton and to Brun Audio Consulting for your ongoing support of this newsletter. I'm very grateful to you. Buymeacoffee.com slash James Cridland if you'd like to uh, give regularly or just give a one-off coffee. That's all good too. And my professional website has more details about who I am and what I do. You'll find that at james.cridland.net. And until next time, keep listening. <laughs>